Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Small doses. Self-help from the hip. Small doses. We're talking that shit. Small doses. And keeping it real. Small doses. With me and them seals. So funky. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have been waiting to do this episode for oh so long. Ah, and it's finally here. Side effects of a cat lady or a guy. Meow. Now, some of you might be wondering how the hell is she going to do an entire episode? About being a cat lady. And let me tell you how. Because the amount of comments that I get from folks that are not only endearing and loving of my cat, Lando, but that are also like, damn, how you got a cat? And then you have people who are like, black women don't own cats. And you're just like, where, what is, what is all of the, where is it coming from? Yeah. You guys, no. I need to do a whole cat lady episode so we can get to the bottom of the cat business. Okay? Jellicle songs for jellicle cats. Let's get into it. I used to do full interpretive dances to the introduction, like the opening number to Cats in my living room. I think that that has less to do with me being a musical theater geek and more to do with me being a cat lady. Let's jam drop it. Jam dropping. Jam dropping. Jam dropping. We dropping on these hoes. <sighs> Today's jam dropping is cat lady versus cat owner. This also applies to cat guy versus cat owner. Now, some of you are like, Amanda's lost her mind that she's actually going to dissect this, but I'm going to dissect it. It's the same way that I say that there's like painters and people who paint. The reality is, is that you can have a pet, but that doesn't mean you really bout that pet. I think a lot of us who grew up with like um, in the islands or just from like uh, countries that are not European, it's a different relationship to your pets a lot of times. And quote unquote, like more, I hate the term underdeveloped and I hate the term third world. So we need to come up with another more appropriate term for countries that have smaller economies. That's what we're going to call it. Smaller economy countries or truncated economy countries. I got to figure it out, but I, you know, I don't like those fucking terms, but there is a distinction between like folks who grew up in like the islands or in like African countries and our relationship to animals. A lot of times the animals that you have are animals that you're going to eat goats or cattle or lamb you know, and so there's like a different relationship. And so like even if there are animals around that are dogs or cats, it's like they don't really be in the house like that. You know, like I would go to my grandmother's house and there was always a cat that was like getting fed, but it wasn't like hanging out in the house. Like it's not sitting on her lap in the house. It's just like it comes and visit. It knows there's going to be food. It goes about its business. They would always be named after the current American president. So there were definitely two George Bushes. There was a Ronald Reagan. There was a Barack Obama. I don't know why this was the case, but there were always cast named after the American president at my grandmother's house in Grenada. And then like my uncle Cosmas, like he has like two dogs, Sweetie 
And I think the did the other one died. I think the other one passed away. But Sweetie, you know, I don't know how Sweetie got her name. It was probably just like, oh, Sweetie, that's Sweetie. Sweetie doesn't come in the house. But Sweetie's not even chained up next to the house. But Sweetie knows that at this house, Sweetie's going to get fed. So Sweetie comes to this house. And that's kind of like how a lot of the pets in where I grew up in Grenada were like existing. So when I told my mom, like, no, I want a cat. She was like, what are we talking about right now? You mean like a cat like inside and so i've had several cats growing up i had pebbles i had poco i had mocha who was tragically hit by a car i had manza and monty monty was given away while i was at college and to this day my mother will not give me a proper apology about it then manza lived to be 18 then i acquired lando who is the love of my life and yes that was the american gladiator theme song i am about to get a new cat you guys Whatever cat I get, its name is going to be Jordy LaPers, named for one of my other favorite black men of the intergalactic galaxy, Jordy LaForge. Yes. Engineer of the Starship Enterprise, played by the oh, oh so gracious and incomparable LeVar Burton. You see how I'm talking right now? That's because I'm a cat lady. Because these cats are not just a pet that gets fed. They are rev- they have reverence. I give them reverence. They are uh, a part of my family. They're a part of my wellness, and they have been a part of my upbringing. I have so many pictures of me with a cat. Wherever I go, if there's a cat, that cat always comes up and says what up to me because it knows that I'm not just a cat owner. I'm a cat lady because my respect for animals is just as high as my respect for humans. And I think that's like what makes a cat lady also different from a cat owner. I know that animals have cognition. I know that animals have consciousness and I respect that at all times. And I think that people who are just pet owners like may not necessarily like respect that. They kind of look at it like, oh, this this is is just just like like a companion companion to me. And that's it. But they don't regard that like this is a living thing that has its own personality and its own ideas. And I should consider that too. And I know that may sound crazy to some people who are listening. They're like, what? But it's a dog. And it's like, yeah, but that dog has like memories. That dog has like actual feelings. That dog dreams. You've seen it dream. So you have to understand that their brain is smart enough and unclear enough to understand emotion and to respond to feelings. That's why they bring animals into nursing homes and into hospital wards, et cetera, because they have empathy and because they're able to actually connect. I mean, cats are said to purr at a megahertz that is considered a healing um, frequency. And so they will like bring cats around to patients that are needing to be healed because they apparently have like a healing frequency that encourages blood flow in a way that is healing. So like all these things, and let's not underappreciate that the greatest civilization known were the Egyptians and And they they worshipped worshipped cats. You think that was like by happenstance? I really feel like they knew some shit about cats that we don't know. They put in cats in tombs. They had cats all up on the shit. Like cats was revered. So I feel like they know something that we don't know about cats. And I am waiting for Lando to speak. And I think that's probably what makes me more of a cat lady than anything. Is that I really believe that Lando at some point is going to turn to me and be like, can you believe this shit? When I had to fill out an adoption form to get the cat. And one of the questions was, what is a behavior that would be unacceptable for this cat and will cause you to have to give it up? 
And my response was, if it turned into a human. How much time should you give yourself after a cat passes away before you get another one? I waited five months and I still have some guilt about it. I mean, I think that's really like very, very personal to you. But I don't feel like you should be guilty about that per se. I mean, you know, our cat relationships is different than like our human relationships. So it's not the same as like being married to someone and they die and then you just get a new wife. Um, But I think that especially in a world where there are so many cats that need homes and so many cats that need love that there's there's nothing to be guilty about in terms of giving another cat a safe and healthy home that's going to be loved and where it's going to be respected and it's going to have a good time and toys. So I think that really it's really about just like when do you feel like you have healed. Now, if you feel guilty because you're like expecting this cat to be like your other cat, then I think that's something that you should explore and maybe look at in therapy and just talk about with yourself because just like a a person, like cats are individuals and they have their own lives. And like, even as I'm getting my new cat, I have to be very clear about the fact that like this new cat is going to bring a whole world of different situations than Lando. You know, Lando was a very like easy cat. Like Lando never scratched the furniture. Lando doesn't really have hairballs like that. Lando doesn't shed. Lando doesn't eat human food. So, like, I haven't really had to, like, do a lot of the stuff that I had to do with other cats with Lando in terms of, like, surveillance. Surveillance. This new cat might bring me all of that. This new cat might be like, fuck your furniture. I want that pork chop. I'm peeing all over this shit. And I'm just going to have to be a very patient, present cat parent and do what needs to be done to help curtail these behaviors. But that being said, you and your new cat baby have a new relationship. And I think with parents who like uh, lose a child and then they decide to have another one, they go through the same thing of just feeling like, am I replacing? And I think that's really where your guilt is. It's like, do I, am I, am I replacing my previous cat with a new one? And only, you know, the answer to that. But the way to to deal with that is to get in touch with this new cat in an individual way and find a way to still give love and reverence and, you know, memories to your old cat. Next question. It pisses me off when people come into my house. She capitalized pisses because she did not mean to play. It pisses me off when people come into my house disrespecting my cats just because they are scared. Oh, no, get that thing away from me. Cats have a bad rep. I get it. But 80% of the cats people encounter are chill as fuck. So where is this coming from? Girl, I am with you. I can't stand when people come in my house and are like, oh, my God, get that thing away from me. Don't come in my house then. Oh, is the cat going to be around us? Yes, because guess what? The cat lives here. I remember when I was doing Airbnb and somebody was like, oh, I see that you have a cat. Is the cat going to come downstairs? The cat's going to go wherever the cat want to go. Oh, well, is there any way for the cat not to go downstairs? No. You know why? Because you visiting. The cat lives here. I said, well, maybe this just isn't the house for you. And she was like, I mean, you can just find somewhere to put the cat. What? You can find somewhere to put yourself? Not at my house. This is me and Lando Crib. Lando lives here. Lando loves here. You are just passing through. Why should I have to switch up Lando's shit for you? Now, there's a scenario where I will put Lando away because I don't want him to have to be spooked by a bunch of people. Like when I've had parties, I'll put Lando in a room where he has room to play. He has his litter box. He has space. But he's also not going to be like 
dealing with all these bodies and noise, et cetera. Yeah. But like, get, get out, out of here. here. Stop doing that, people. I, that's like, oh, my God. It's so irritating. And people think that because it's your pet or something that, like, you don't have a care. Like, you, you won't care about it or you won't feel disrespected. When you come in my house, it's so funny. My friends know. When they come in the house, they say hi to me and they say hi to Lando. They literally say hi, Lando. It's a living thing. Say what's, what's up. up. It has a name. If my plants had names, I'd expect you to say hi to them, too. So I am with you. When you go in someone's house, maybe you don't like cats. Maybe you're allergic to cats. But also, don't fucking soup that shit up. Y'all be so goddamn extra sometimes. Oh, I'm, 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 so, I'm allergic. I'm allergic. I'm like, okay, first of all, you're not even going to touch the fucking cat. Okay? So let's acknowledge that. Secondly, what you're allergic to is cat saliva. So the reason why the cat hair fucks with you is because cats clean themselves with their tongues. Now, if you're in a home with a cat that's hypoallergenic, so like a sphinx cat doesn't even have hair, you're good. If you're in a home with a short hair, because my hair, my cat's hair is short, so he really doesn't shed like that. He's a domestic short hair slash blue, a Russian blue. So you're good. You're straight. You may have a little sniffly niffly. You may have a little scratchy eye scratchery. Nothing a little Claritin can't soup up. Okay. okay. I mean... Do I ask men, like, are you allergic to cats as a deal breaker? Yes, because what we're not going to do is put me in a situation where I have to choose between you and my cat. Because you know what I'm going to choose every time? The, the cat. cat. Next question. How do you deal with all the condescension? For instance, I get, you out here raising cats when you could be raising babies. Oof. Or, if you gave some of that affection to a man, maybe you'd be able to keep one. Who are these people in your life? That better not be the same person because that person should not be around. If that's your mama, you need to limit the interaction. Wow. Okay, neither of that is okay. Neither of that. The way I deal with condescension is I fucking laugh in their face. That's what I do. Because when people are doing shit like that, that's their own issues. You know, that's their own shit that you're trying to put on you. Live your life. Are you hurting anybody? Actually, no, you're literally helping an, a living thing. And if, you're, if you want to raise cats instead of raising people, I get that too. It's a lot easier to deal with a vet than to deal with a principal's office, okay? So I completely understand. And also, like, cats are at fucking dorbs, okay? Meow, 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 Cats are awesome. Thank you, cats. You're the best. I saw a video this morning where they were literally singing a song dedicated to cats that goes, thank you, cats, and it was incredible. Incredible. But I just think that that's, like, a nasty person. I've never had anybody come at me sideways like that, like that I know. I mean, I've had people on Instagram say something like, oh, like you love your cat. Actually, to tell you the truth, I ended up getting Lando because my boyfriend at the time had said to me like, oh, you should get a cat so you can give your love to the cat because you'd be trying to be all over me. And I was like, oh, oh for real? real? So then I went and got a cat. And guess what? I didn't have a boyfriend no more because fuck, fuck you. you. I mean, that's just insane. But I think that there's something to be said for the fact that some people have better connections with animals than humans. And that's a real thing. Humans are fucking difficult and shitty and nasty or at least have the propensity to be. Animals don't. Animals are naturally just good natured. And like unless you like train a dog or at least domestic animals, unless you train them to be shitty, nasty and condescending. <laughs> OK, cats are condescending. Let's be real. Cats definitely look at you like, I mean, yeah, good try. Good try. But I just feel like unless you train an animal to be like that, it's not naturally going to be like that. It's just not their way. So 
it's understandable why certain people are like, I have a stronger connection with animals than humans. And you know what? We're all on this fucking planet together. So it's good that we have people like you who want to care for cats and who want to raise cats because cats ain't going nowhere. There's, There's an entire, entire island of cats in Japan, Japan for God's, God's sakes. sakes. So kudos to you. And to those other people, they can go fuck themselves, which is probably exactly what they're doing because while they're caring about who you fucking, they probably ain't nobody fucking them. I'm hot. That pissed me off, man. That literally pissed me off. Then you'll have people who are like, I don't know, I've never heard of black women with cats. Like since when do black women have cats or black people don't have cats? That's like a thing that I've been told, that black people don't have cats. I'm like, hello, Egypt. Again, Egypt. Again with Egypt. Again, I was with Snoop the other day and he was like, I love cats. I don't even have dogs no more. I have cats. What? The dog? Snoop was like, I love cats, you know, because cats is independent, man. You know, they take care of themselves. They walk around. They, they, they come and fuck with you and then they don't fuck with you, which is exactly what I like. Because sometimes I don't want to have to like entertain you all the goddamn time. And that's the thing with dogs. Like you definitely have to be like all about them at all times. And I think that's a beautiful thing, but it's a personality thing too. Cats will come and hang out and then they'll be like, I'm good. I'm going to go over here. Like Lando sometimes, it's where he's running like he heard his phone in the other room. And he's like, oh shit, I got to answer that. And then he comes back and he's like, I'm good now. So there's just like no truth to this idea that black people don't like cats or shouldn't like cats. I mean, it's a pet. It loves you. And that is universal, regardless of your race, nation, creed, class, sexuality, gender, etc., etc., etc. Aristocats is a good film. It is. It is. It is. I'm just saying. I hear there's a 2019 movie musical of Cats that's coming. Um, I really would like to get my fame up a little more, like a little faster, and also like let people know that I can fucking sing like immediately because I should have been in Rent. And I know that it's premiering on the 27th, which is the day after the premiere of my HBO comedy special, I Be Knowing, which is coming to television on January 26th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However, like when they're going to do all the good musicals before they know that I can sing. What the fuck? I got to get in there, Bex. I got to get in there because this is this is becoming very, very tyrannous. I'm missing out on Rent and Cats in the same year. That's That's stressing me out. That's stressing me out. Yeah, yeah. I got to work these earlobes. I got to listen to my Calm app. But when it comes to cat movies, big, huge fan of... um, Why am I blanking out on cat movies? I only have pig movies that are coming to mind. You know, Charlotte's Web and Sing and Babe. I mean, Babe. Babe is... The cat and babe was very mean and also added to the stereotype of cats as angry black women and I don't appreciate it. (laughs) Puss and Boots. Oh, Puss and Boots was fabulous. He was absolutely fabulous in Shrek 2. I think he was really just like, he really like drove things home for me. Keanu, another great cat film starring Tiffany Haddish, the homegirl, and of course, uh, Key and Peele. Then there's Garfield. No, I'm missing. There's a cat movie. You were bound on the list of because there was a cat. It's an antagonistic cat, though, right? Yeah. There's always an antagonistic cat. I think we've just gotten to the bottom of it. I think we've just gotten to the bottom of it. The reason why the cat stereotype continues to be propped up is because we keep featuring cats in films as antagonistic. And I think that's just unfair to the actual cat world because I know that my cat, Lando, is loving. He's not antagonizing. He's just better than you. He's very well-read. He's a gentleman. He has traveled the galaxy. He was the mayor of Cloud City. Of course, he's erudite. So, of course, he's going to have a certain demeanor about him that says, yes, I am about things. 
and not about you right now. But once you get to know him, you have lovely conversation, you share tea, you share laughs, you throw the laser around. It's a good time, okay? It's a good time. So I want us to like really consider the fact that like where did our idea of like cats are not nice come from? Is it because you went to someone's house and like their cat just didn't pay you any attention? Because you know what that's really about? Your Your ego. People I like, yeah. I like people who are cat ladies like me and who respect kitties, okay? And my mom was like a cat owner at first, right? My mom was somebody who had a daughter who was a cat lady. So she was just sucking it up because she understood the value of me having a pet and what that does for discipline, what that does for creating empathy and growing empathy, and what that does for building, you know, connection between beings and, you know, your humanity, etc. But over time, once I moved away, this brings us into that that one time. time. (laughs) I moved away. And Manza became my mom's cat. And my mom gave away land, gave away our other cat, Monty, who was a boy. And it was just her and Manza. What was interesting was that prior to this, Manza had a more timid personality. Monty was absolutely like the king of the house. He was running things. Um, and he would like come in the center of the room, stick his leg up and lick his balls in your face and be like, say something to me, I swear. Once Monty was gone, I saw Manza's personality just come out and she was so uh, lively and she just had such like a very specific personality. She was a talker and she was such a cuddler like she would come and sit on your lap and a lot of like girl cats aren't necessarily known for like being that affectionate but Manza was the most affectionate. Manza would also come at the drop of a dime once you hit her with a... Wherever she was, she could be in a whole other room and you hit her with a and she's coming immediately to come and say hi and and hang out with you. She also loved Cheez-Its. She loved popcorn and she just loved cheese. Like Manza would steal cheese from you. Like if you had cheese on a plate and you walked away, you came back, there were nibbles in the cheese. And when my mom had eye surgery and she was down for the count, she was on the bench, Manza camped by my mother's bed for two and a half weeks. She would literally only leave to go to the litter box and come back. She would go eat, come back. Like she did not roam the house. She did not go find lizards to bring to my mother as an offering, which is something she often did. You know, she wasn't like looking outside of the birds. She just was camped at the foot of my mother's bed because she knew that my mom was sick. She knew that she needed company. And so she gave herself to be there. And like, I think that my mom really changed after that. Before that, I think she was just like kind of looking after Manza because I didn't live there and she wasn't going to give away the cat. But after that, like she became a cat lady. And she came to respect Manza as like an actual living thing and not just as this animal. And I could not believe it. But you all, I got Manza my freshman year of high school and Manza died 18 years later. 18 years Manza lived in our home and like very like free of ailments. Like she never really like got sick. She never had like arthritis, anything. It's just that one day she just started like kind of looking weak in just how she was walking. And my mom was like, I think Manza's on her way out. I need I, you should come home. And Manza like perked up because I couldn't get home for the next two weeks. And she perked up. And then it's like she waited for me to come home. And I came home and she was so sad. And she was like, 
just on her last legs. But she waited for me to come home. I really believe that so that I could take her to the vet and say goodbye. And someone sent me um, a meme where a vet tech said that the hardest part of them being a vet tech is that a lot of people don't want to be in the room when their pet is put to sleep. And so the last thing that happens is that the pet is panicking, looking around for their owner. And so she has to like hold the pet to make the pet feel safe. So I think that's a lesson for all of us who are pet owners. We have to understand that part of having a pet is that you're going to have to lose the pet because they don't live as long as we do. And you need to be prepared for that. And you're going to have to show up for that the same way that you would show up for somebody who's a human in your life. And it's the only fair thing to do because these pets show up for us. And so often they are ailing or they are hurting and they don't even show it because they can't communicate it to us. And unless we're really, really paying attention, we may miss it. So I say all of that to say that a tribute to Manza, who was my beloved gato, and I will post Manza in my Insta story so you can see her. She's just the best. And you can follow my new beloved gato, Lando, at the underscore Lando underscore Catrician on Instagram. And he will be joined shortly by Jordi LaForge in the new year. The Last Dose. This was a nice episode. I didn't really know how it was going to go because it was like, how, how much about cats, cats are you really going to talk about? But I talk about cats all the time because I love cats and I love animals, you know? Like, and I think that it's fascinating when you see studies that are done on like how domestic cats are related to big cats. And, you know, the fact that like they say you can raise a lion cub from birth and even if it goes out into the wild, it will still remember its owners. Um, there's like videos of that like coming to fruition. But... The moral of this story of this episode is that cat ladies ain't crazy. So I think that's the biggest takeaway I want to also leave y'all with. There's this like overarching like thing that's always been said. Like one, they talk about cats being nasty, but they also talk about women who own cats being crazy or like, you know, that we're spinsters or, you know, that you're going to remain single. Then there's like cultures that believe cats are a curse, et cetera, et cetera. Fuck out of here. At the end of the day. We are all on this earth with animals that are also here. And when it comes to domesticated animals, you give it love, it'll give you love back. And as a cat lady, I'm not crazy because I have a cat. I'm not a crazy woman because I have two cats. I'm somebody that appreciates the company of animals, specifically cats. And guess what? When I move into a bigger house, I'm going to get a dog too. And don't let there be room for goats. Yeah, because I'm definitely getting goats the second I can get goats. And watch me when I have my ranch. Horses, manorses going down. Ducks, again, yeah, because yeah, I already had, had ducks, ducks in my, my lifetime. lifetime. I had ducks. Yeah, that's, that's right, Brendan. There's also going to be a pig, at least one pig, because pigs are apparently super dupes smart. Yeah, I'm going to have a whole Charlotte's Web situation when I get my ranch. I don't know where I'm going to get this ranch because it probably won't be in America, but it's going to be a beast, literally. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.